You are listening to Almost Got Him, a Batman the Animated Series podcast. And now, your hosts, Brandon and Jimmy. I'm Brandon. Jimmy, how are you this weekend? I'm doing fine, Brandon, and riddle me this. Oh. What does a turkey do when he flies upside down? I don't know. What does he do? Why, he gobbles up. Oh, my. Riddle me this, Brandon. Oh, there's more. <laughs> what has yellow skin and rights? I have no idea. A ballpoint banana. That's a thing? What What are we doing? I, I decided to jump into some, some Riddler <laughs> things. Uh, I guess that's a spoiler for what we're talking about today. Today we are looking at the episode. We are jumping a little bit to episode 41, entitled, If You're So Smart, Why Aren't You Rich? It's the debut episode of one Edward Nigma himself, the Riddler. Now, why are we jumping? I need to know this. So we are jumping because the Riddler has made a return to the big screen recently with the Batman, which we are going to jump into as well. So um, don't worry, we're not going to give you any big spoilers, um, but we are going to be talking about the Batman a lot here. And if you're one of those that wants to hear nothing about it until after you see it, just press pause now and go watch it and then come back to listen to us. It's nice that we can be topical for this show that <laughs> aired in 1990 with new things. It's nice to work that in. Exactly. To, yes. Exactly. Yes. What's always new again. So, but before we jump headfirst into this, this fascinating riddling episode, we have from the desk of Summer Gleason, this is a special news bulletin. All right, let's cut to it. <laughs> I should just leave that in. <laughs> you really shouldn't. And we're back. The first big news of the week, Jimmy, is news that I am not a fan of. The Flash has been pushed back to June 23rd, 2023, which happens to be the 34th anniversary of of the uh, debut of Batman 89 in theaters back 34 years ago. Um, the Warner Brothers is blaming uh, COVID delays for this uh, pushback. They're also pushing back like all the other DC movies too, including Black Adam and Aquaman 2 and uh, Shazam 2. Um, do, you, do you buy the COVID delays as a legit reason for pushing it back a whole year? Um, yeah, it could be part of, you said pushing, I, I, a full year, that gives a, a full year for Ezra Miller to push more women down on the ground, <laughs> but I, no, I'm sorry, but back on it, yeah, it could be, it could be just COVID things, um, it could be they want to cram some more stuff now, into did, the film. I was asking you the other day, does DC, uh, record all their stuff in Canada? Oh, maybe they do. I didn't I know, know if they were like Canada or if they're like, I think Marvel does Georgia a lot. Yeah. I know there's a lot, That's of, true. Yeah. a lot of controversy about Georgia these days when it comes to filming. But I know the uh, DC shows are filmed in Toronto. Mm -hmm. um, so if if they do film in Canada, I would buy it more because they have stricter rules there. But, I mean, they they had a, a test screening, uh, like, what, two weeks well, before? That's what's really what's it interesting got delayed, to me. and that's yeah. interesting timing. Test screening, and then the Batman comes out. And it's yeah, like, what? And it made money, which we'll talk about here soon. Now, when, when was it supposed to come out? When was the new Bat, the Flash movie supposed to come out? It was out? supposed to come out, I want to say this uh, May or June. It was like, I think it got pat, uh, pushed back like exactly a year, maybe. 
Yeah, I think it was June-ish. Like uh, maybe August, the, it was August at the latest. Maybe they June want the Batman August, since it's going to play for a while. They want. They don't want. Maybe they don't want three Batman. They don't want to deluge the, possible, the, but, the the brand. But they, but they also Batman. push back. You know, they push back Black Adam and Aquaman two and um, okay, so that Shazam makes me two, think it's and not they're just... not really all that connected, from what I understand. So. Yeah. So they want to give this and, some room to breathe. And basically. they also push back Super Pets, which have you seen? Uh, did you see yeah. the uh, trailer for that uh, the other day? I didn't see the. I saw an older trailer. Oh, they they had one at my uh, viewing of the Batman and Keanu Reeves is Batman. That's how how cool. about that? That's pretty cool. Wasn't he supposed to be Batman like Whoa. Batman Forever? Uh, like time period? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what Keanu's history is with the. Uh, I feel like the I casting. feel like I remember him like being up for it, and he like turned it down or something like I that. I can see that. Know. That was around, I think, speed time. Yeah. So he was... He, it's hard to believe that Keanu's been a hot commodity for like 20 straight years. He also turned down Speed 2 Cruise Control. Oh, uh, but Willem Dafoe didn't, and that's what matters. Hey, who's in that movie, the second movie? Is it Jason Patrick? Uh, Maybe. I just remember Sandra Bullock and, uh, and Willem Dafoe. Is Jason Patrick supposed to be Keanu Reeves? No, no. The uh, Keanu Reeves character and Sandra Bullock have like broke up at that point. Okay. So they mention him... At, I believe in the first like five minutes or something. Okay. Like that. But yeah, speed right. cruise control. Check it out, or or not. That's it's fine if you don't. I think Sandra Bullock was so cute in that first movie in the speed in film. Speed one. Yeah, I've always, really always liked that. her, even even in Blindside, where she just looks like somebody's hot mom. And in Demolition Man. Demolition Man, yeah, yeah. yeah. That might have been my first Sandra Bullock movie, maybe. I think so. I think it was all of ours. But yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's uh, delayed for COVID reasons. I, I'm sure it has something to do with it. But like I said, it, the test it was test screened, which means it should be ready to go. I would think it could be a mess of things. But yeah. I mean, it might actually be a mess of things. Yeah. Like it could just be <laughs> like there. And and I, after that last Spider-Man film uh, and Doctor Strange and what this movie is with multiple Batman and different time, they probably want to jam more stuff in there too. Yeah. Um, different versions of Batman, different, you know, characters. Different DC characters. Yeah, it, that's... It is the DC universe, not just Batman lore. I feel it's that... It's a Flash movie, I think. I keep forgetting it's a Flash movie, even, even though it's called Flash. Yeah, we keep just saying it's, it's Michael Keaton Batman. But I, f- about Keaton Batman I feel like these the success of these films are just going to start cramming things into movies, like Patrick Stewart is in Doctor Strange. They're going to keep throwing things in because it's it, they can, and... I think that's going to get messy, but who knows? I still think uh, Patrick Stewart's going to be the villain in Doctor Strange. That would be awesome. I don't think it's. I, don't, I think it's you know a Mary a variant or whatever or a Mary Universe version of the original. Yeah, Xavier. Sure. But yeah, I think he's going to be evil. That's just my my bet. I'm putting out right here right now. But if you want to take some bets on how good Batman the Cape Crusader TV series is, I would say bet your house on it because Greg Rucka is joining. the the writing team of Brit, of Ed Brubaker on the uh, animated series that's supposed to be coming out in the next year or two. Bravo. Yeah, Ed, uh, Greg Ruka and Ed Brubaker were were uh, Batman writers in like the two, early 2000s. They actually wrote together. They're two of of comics' biggest names, especially from that time. Brubaker is known for his action as well as his noir titles. He um, he, he also created the concept of Winter Soldier. In the comics, hmm. which was like the best Captain America storyline for the f- in like twenty years at the time, uh, Greg Ruka is known for his street level books uh, and is considered he's considered one of the best male writers to write female characters like of all time. Mm-hmm. So I think 
I think uh, both of them riding on the Cape Crusader will be fun. You know what? <laughs> we won't use this. You know Jenny Slate, the actress? Yes. Yeah. She dated Chris Evans. Oh, she did? And then she dated John Hamm. Isn't that impressive? Isn't that impressive? Oh, she is funny. She's very funny. She did well for herself. Yeah. I'm going to cut that part out because it has nothing to do with anything. I don't even know how I know that. I, I just, didn't even know that. Yeah, I, I don't I She was in some, she's in a film that just came out with Charlie Day. Oh, the one on Amazon Prime? Yes. Uh, and I was looking into her and I found this out and I was like, good for you, Jenny Slate. Good for you. We can, we can continue with the podcast and the things that make sense for it. And speaking of the Caper Cater, uh one of the people behind it will be Matt Reeves. And Matt Reeves has confirmed that. We are going to get an Arkham Asylum show on HBO Max in the near future. I think that sounds pretty cool. I I like Matt Reeves. I'm kind of wondering if it will involve the uh, mystery inmate at the end of the Batman. Mm, perhaps. Probably introduce some other characters as well. Because there's rumors that he, that mystery person will not be the villain of if they do a Batman sequel. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. And uh, the, the bad news about Arkham Asylum, though. Bad news bears is that the uh, proposed Gotham City uh, Police Department show, GCPD, will be on hold indefinitely. Hmm. Which is a show that I've wanted forever. It's like, a lot of people thought that's what Gotham was going to be, and it ended up not being the case, unfortunately. Uh, But uh, the Penguin show was picked up over the the past week, Mm -hmm. so that's officially happening now, with uh, Colin Farrell reprising his lead as Oz. Have anything to contribute <laughs> to that? Uh, I mean, we're probably gonna. That would be stepping into the bounds of the film, which we haven't talked about yet. Well, let's step into the bounds of the film. And speaking of Matt Reeves, we have a new Batman movie in theaters. Oh, here we go. <laughs> the Batman made uh, opening weekend made one hundred twenty-eight million dollars domestically and three hundred and one million globally. I believe uh, we're recording this the second weekend that it's out. I think I saw before I got here that it made. 66 uh, million domestically, which is down 51%. Mm. And it's made a little over 400 uh, globally. We are going to jump into it. I want to know, Jimmy, what did you think of the Batman? But don't tell me what you think of the characters just yet, like the people playing the characters. Tell me what you think of the story. We're going to jump into the characters. Uh, Oh, start with just the story? Yeah. Story, the way it's made... Matt Reeves' vision, put it that way. Uh, well, there there's a lot of uh, refreshing things uh, that are done in this movie, and more importantly, not done. Um, a lot of things we've always wanted to see in a Batman film. Uh, this is what I'm saying is you've read and, and heard everyone talk about the positives um, because they're pretty universal. Yeah, it's uh, very well made. The detective side of Batman. Uh, seeing Batman, but not let's just jump across that whole uh, pearls and popcorn thing. We don't have to do the the um, yeah. We don't have the to origin. See the, we don't have to see the Wayne get gunned down again. We all know what that is. Yeah. Uh, let's see Batman working with uh, hand in hand with uh, with Gordon, with Gordon uh, and the uh, Gotham PD. Or is that right, Gotham PD? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there you go. And uh, and also working hand in hand with Catwoman, and yes, they have you know their yings, yin and yang, and one yeah. blaze and one. All, all yeah. very nice stuff. This is all very good stuff. Uh, it looks 
marvelous. Yeah, it, it's shot extremely well. Uh, this again, this is what everyone says. The score is uh, great. phenomenal. I've listened to it here. I'm like Alexa, the score to the Batman by Michael, and uh, it's great. It's great. I could go on and on. And again, these are the things everyone says. Do you like about Danny Elfman about score? the uh, I mean, I grew up with that, so it's hard for me to like. It's it's too soon. Yeah, probably not because that is burned in my brain forever. And honestly, I mean, the Nolan films have great scores too. And they're it's they're pretty good too. Just Nolan Nolan has like a big like thing with sound in general in all yeah. of his movies. Yeah. If you're going to the theater, it's going to be loud. <laughs> uh, it's long. It probably is it's too, too long. long. It's too long. Uh, maybe a half hour too long. Um, it goes pretty quickly though. I yeah, will say that, but yeah, it's it, too long. Um, uh, some third act issues. Um, uh, we're flooding Gotham. I didn't like the flooding Gotham. Uh, yeah, it felt like uh, that, that was a thing we've because the whole the yeah. whole movie felt like very realistic until that part to me. Yeah, yeah. And then like, we, oh, we're going comic booky now, which I'm fine with it being comic booky, but at least commit to that earlier in the movie. And there was this, we get we get Riddler in the uh, in Arkham, and then he, he the thing of did he, I guess he did he meant to get captured, and he does it. That the, yeah, him getting captured was a little weird. It's a thing that you see in these movies. It felt like somebody was like, the movie kind of ended there, and then they were like, well, no, we need a final. Yeah, we need that final beat. Um, and there are some good things in that beat. I did think Batman leading the people through the water and becoming a leader. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of people say the movie's too dark. I do think it ends on a very nice upbeat. You can see oh, how you can, <laughs> yeah, you can see how the he's the Fast and the Furious. Uh, yeah, you can see how Batman is realizing. You know, I, I I'm a symbol of fear, but I also have to be a symbol of hope. And yeah, uh, you yeah. know, blah 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 blah. So yeah, a lot of it's the most. I feel like the most human take on Batman yet, which I that's one thing I do like a lot about the movie. Yeah, I sort of was like it's not perfect at everything. If I were a Bruce Wayne, I'd be like this Bruce Wayne, uh, more of like this creepy weird. Uh, as opposed to the Von Vivant. I mean, probably going forward, he'll realize I do need to be, I do need to have my, I, as Bruce Wayne, I do need to have, I can do good as Bruce Wayne too. Yeah. Um, and I imagine that character will change a little. He won't be just some creepy weirdo. He'll be yeah. like more of the, the Bruce Wayne we know. Yeah. Um, and I do see it building into that. And I think that's a good thing to establish and set up for a sequel. Yeah. From a filmmaking standpoint, there was a lot of symbolism in there. I thought that was really cool. Um, Easter eggs galore for comic fans, which mm. a lot of the Batman movies don't really have the, that type of thing. This is probably the most comic accurate Batman so far as well. Just kind of way of like tone and the detective work. Um, there's homages to some of the greatest uh, Riddler stories uh, ever, like The Long Halloween, Hush, and uh, uh, Year Zero is like homage in there by uh, Scott Snyder. Um, the the relationship between Batman and Catwoman, they actually took like lines from Tom King's run and put that in the script, which I thought was kind of fun. Uh, Tom King was the one who uh, almost married the two of them a few years ago. Mm. Um, I thought the performances were great. I thought the writing was great. Um, I like I like the perspective shots, but in, uh, in the end, I didn't like that they kind of went more towards New York than Chicago when it came to uh, mm -hmm. kind of the look. Of Gotham, I mean, they had their own Times Square. They even had their own uh, Gotham Square Garden, which I thought that took me out of the movie a little bit. I was just like, okay, you're not even trying. <laughs> you're just putting Gotham on the name of stuff there. It was cool to see Gotham. I thought that was nice because you got to really kind of see 
different parts of it. I, I preferred this Gotham over the the you Nolan th- Chicago. You don't like the Chicago life. one. Yeah, I never really liked that aspect of the Nolan. I think films. I liked it because Chicago is just closer to us. And, yeah, and, and, and I mean, it's cool that they shot it there. And when I'm there, I'm like, hey, there's the yeah, you there's know, the it, Batman building. Yeah, there's the it, that's cool to me. But I prefer this yeah. more. Uh, it's not Burton's like, uh, uh, you know, gothic nightmare. But it's yeah. it, it's it's dirty, and you know, I like the the Times Square sort of shots and and. Um, uh, I like the shots of uh, I, I hope I like the whole thing that uh, Batman and Alfred sort of hang out in the middle of downtown. Like yeah. they have like a building, like under the building. There's no like mansion out. Which actually, this makes sense to me that you wouldn't Batman wouldn't be hanging out in a mansion. Yeah. Out. Uh, I mean, maybe they'll bring that in in the sequel because he'll he'll be more of a character and not just like yeah. I'm Batman. If they do who cares? Sequel, I'm still kind of wondering if they will because I've heard that Pattinson yeah. didn't really enjoy. Uh, I think he got hurt like twice or something like that. Well, he's an actor. Yeah. So he'd be like, and why would I want to do that? He also only got paid $3.1 million, which is kind of small for a... Well, he'll he'll work he, that he, out. But say that he needs to get that yeah. quadrupled at least next time around. Um, yeah, I've, I've, overall, I thought it was a great movie, but when it comes to like Batman movies, like it's a great movie, but I don't see myself going out of my way to watch it again. Whereas mm-hmm. like... Movies that aren't nearly as good as movie-wise, like, say, the Burton Batmans. I'll, I'll be more, like, if I want to sit around and watch a Batman movie, I'm probably going to check out either a Burton Batman movie or I'll check out Batman 66 movie or the, the mm-hmm. Nolan movies because they're just more fun. That's kind of my issue with the Batman. It's a, it's, a nice, it's a nice movie, but it's not as fun as all the other Batman movies, in my opinion. And also, it's, it's just one big mystery, which is good and all, but... It doesn't work a second. Well, time. like in those in, in all the Batman movies, you have a bunch of different plots going on, a lot of different scenes and stuff. This one is just okay. We're looking for Riddler, and that's about it. And we, you have Catwoman kind of in a spliced in there here and there. It just it it felt like there wasn't as much going on in this one because, like earlier, I said we weren't going to spoil really anything, but there's not really much to spoil. That's true. Um, whereas. Like with like Dark Knight, you're just like okay, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal dies. Um, Two Face is actually in the movie. Two Face and this happens. There's stuff going on, like there, like there's stuff happening. Whereas in the Batman, it's just them looking for the Riddler. Which don't get me wrong, it's good, but I feel like it might have worked better for a television show than like a actual yeah. movie. But that being said, like uh, Matt Reeves did a great job. He did create a hell of a cinematic uh, experience. But it's just not really a Batman movie for me per se. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. It's a really fine film, and there are a lot of positives. But whole it, lot, whole lot. But it, you know what? It's another Batman movie, and they're going to make another Batman movie, and then they'll make another Batman movie. Well, I mean, we're getting we're getting two Batman and a Flash movie. And there's there. other Batmans. They'll make an animated Batman. They'll make a spinoff of Batman. It's just not – there were the days when 89 was like, that was Batman. And this is more Batman than that Batman. But it's not the Batman because there's 15 Batman and there will be 5,000 more Batman before I'm gone. And my children will have another Batman uh, and they'll look back at this Batman. How dark is Batman going to be when we get to 2045? Uh, what is that Batman going to be like? We're going to have to turn off the light on our television. So. But people will – then they'll still be like, oh my god, they finally got it right. He's finally dark. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's – we. it just feels kind of like deja vu. Um, and people get really into Batman in a way that is a little – 
a little creepy to me. And we do a podcast about Batman. And we're doing a podcast. Exactly. But people like come out of this movie and they're like, oh my God. And they're like, this is what I always waited for. And I'm like, it's just another Batman. Yeah, that's kind of the way I felt because I kept seeing online all the responses. The greatest Batman movie But people don't do that for any other. It's only, it's really only Batman. I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad you liked it. But yeah, people are a little too overpassionate about it. Yeah, they're overpassionate. Like it's never, but that's, Batman does that. Like people get really into Batman, and it touches something. One thing that I thought was interesting. This is just something I noticed last night because uh, on HBO Max, you know, you have your recently watched shows, your your next episodes or whatever. Mm -hmm. And Batman had, for some reason, disappeared from my queue. I don't know why it hasn't been that long since I watched it. So I had to like go search out, search for it, you know, in the uh, search thing or whatever. So I went to the DC like button. Mm-hmm. where all the DC stuff comes up and when you got in there you had like two category uh, two categories uh you no three categories you had like popular movies you had A through Z and you had Batman Batman had his own column nobody else did but Batman stands alone much how people dig this character so much which we do too it don't get me wrong we're doing a Batman podcast but people are very passionate about this character so they're probably well, some people are going to live or die by, is this movie good? Is it not? And if it's not what they want, that could kind of probably hurt their perceptions as well. I think for me, the show we're talking about is, if people were like, what's Batman? I was like, I'd be like Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. It's Batman. For, as far as the films, they haven't really got there for no, me. No, no. And I think that's probably a lot of people do like the current Batman, because like I said, it's very... Comic accurate. But if you were like, the others are. what is Superman? I'd be like, Christopher Reeves is Superman. No, Christopher Reeves like, was born to play that. And I don't know why they, out of the gate, they got that right. And I know it's dative. And if you're under the age of 40 or 35, maybe you think that's silly for me to say that. Like, maybe there's no, maybe, maybe Henry Cavill is your, is your Superman. And he was a fine Superman. But I just, they haven't got there with Batman in the films like they did in the animated series. Yeah, yeah. For me, it just, it hit all the notes. And it's realistic, but not, but still fun and still rewatchable, and has all the, all the things that you, all the ingredients are there, and not just like it's dark. Oh my god, you know, people just really go for that. That real. It, it's not so much dark; it's the realistic take of it. I actually think. Do you think Nolan's was more realistic, or this? I thought this was. Um, you think this? I, yeah. I might think no one's, it's Nolan's. No one's got a, especially with Dark Knight Rises, it got way too out out there but yeah I, f- I thought this one felt a little bit more realer uh just to me i i prefer the nolan ones but um but but yeah it it they're both very way more realistic than the brew not brew baker uh than the tim burton's and the joe schumacher's out there and that's probably the way to go but i think they over they i think they might over overdo it a little yeah. bit the one Batman I would have been interested to see would be would have uh, would have been interested to see more of the Ben Affleck's Batman. I felt like he, he never I really thought, got the shot. Yeah, he he, he was yeah. part of some really bad movies, but like Donna Justice is, I think, possibly the worst Batman movie of all time. But he's great yeah. in it as Batman. Yeah, he's absolutely. Yeah, I great. always I always liked uh, the casting in those movies. Yeah. Was always good. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. Zack Snyder, total like nut job, but great great at casting. Great mm-hmm. at casting. Speaking of casting, we're going to play a little game, Jimmy. It's going to be called, What Do You Think Of? And then I'm, So what we're going to do is I'm going to ask you, what do you think of this actor as this part in the latest movie known as The Batman? Is there a timer? 
No. Okay, <laughs> I just sort of blurt out what I think. <laughs> so tell me, Jimmy, what do you think of Robert Pattinson? I was so afraid. I was so afraid you'd start with Robert Pattinson. Oh, you're gonna start with the Batman. Uh, like I said, I think uh, I get this Batman. I get he's just like, I don't care about being Bruce Wayne. I'm just Batman. I, I, I do like that about him. Yeah, and I, I, I think we're going to work to him being different in the in the further sequels, but I get that, um, and I think he's pretty he's pretty good. We don't see him outside of the costume much, do we? I think that's, that's the point, though. Uh, he, yeah, he's yeah. not really... Because really, Bruce Wayne's always been the mask. Yeah. And people, uh, people will say he's just he's just this emo guy, and it's like, well, he's, you know, he's he's, he, he's he, yeah, Batman he's kind of new to this. As a bat and hangs out at the top of buildings like a gargoyle. That's how I would be. I'd be like, I'm not going to just you know uh, hang out with the hot girls and roll around in fountains like uh, like Christian Bale was doing. I'm yeah. just like blah all the time because I don't want to be standing here without the cowl on. I want to go and avenge my parents 24 seven. That's what I want to do. Pat Pattinson said in an interview that his. Uh, what would you call his inspiration for his Bruce Wayne was uh, Kurt Cobain, actually. Yeah, I think I heard that. He wanted to be, you know, somebody that's very, very well off and beloved, but kind of their own worst, like, enemy in a way. Yeah, yeah I guess I can see that. But yeah, I, I like Robert Pattinson as Batman. We, I want to see more. I want to see more. Because like I said, in this movie, you don't really get to see much character work in my opinion you get it's just all you know mystery, mystery. but definitely the most batman we've ever yeah. gotten he's batman wall-to-wall batman mm-hmm. you know and I, I, I do love that like when he was jumping off things that he landed badly he was you know he wasn't perfect yeah what he did i just yeah. thought that was a great touch but jimmy what do you think of zoe kravitz as catwoman <laughs> uh i i love zoe kravitz she hosted snl last night Oh, I, um, I'm gonna watch that later. Uh, and uh, I'm yeah, I'm just a fan. Uh, I, I could go on and on just about her, but I'll, I think she's great in the movie. Uh, she's very playful. She is a great counterpart to uh, Pattinson's um, Batman. What did what was that meme you sent me the other day? Uh, what was it? It's like. It's, Oh, the, the moment uh, yeah. we a, a woman moaned in the audience when they saw her on screen is that yeah, I, yeah. it makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense to me. She looks great. She looks amazing. Um, you know, and I'm a little, I'm not a, the biggest fan of some of the looks as far as the the, the costumes. I don't like her costume. Not, not even just hers. Even the bat suit is it's okay. Um, yeah, and and her like I mean, just a little. What is it like a toboggan or something like a beanie that's cut out? What she wears on it? I'm just like I, I know what you're doing. Again, I just wish it were more a little more less real of realistic thing. Um, Did you like her better than Anne Hathaway in Dark Knight Rises? I feel like that's the, a fair one to go. That is pretty her. fair. Because um, Pfeiffer would be would be mean. Well, that's un, untouchable yeah, in every yeah. way. Just because I her with it. Uh, yeah, I I huh, it's, I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah, I think so. I think I I do just because. And Hathaway just kind of feels like she's in that movie. Um, uh, yeah, I don't even know what she really does. She does in the movie. I mean, I know she's gonna. What's she gonna? Who is she clearing her ledger, or is that black? Is that, that black, black widow? widow okay. Black widow. But isn't there like a plot? I don't know. I don't remember that part of Dark Knight Rises. I just remember Bane. Yeah. Um, and then it and was football. and then in the football, and then it was uh, way too long. But I still liked it. Um, still shorter than the Batman. That's still shorter than the Batman. I would say that I like Zoe Kravitz uh, better. Oh, by the way, did you prefer Pattinson over Bale? Uh, it's hard to say just from one film. Yeah. 
Um, they didn't really give you much to work with there. Yeah, and I'm I'm Bale was fine, but I'm not a huge Bale fan, and, and not I'm saying the fan. He's fine. It's just again, it's that wasn't my preferred take. Is again, it's a little too realistic for me. But I like the movies just fine. What did to me? What did you think of Paul Dano as the Riddler? Uh, he's great. Again, this is not really the Riddler to me. Um, yeah, this, uh, he went, they took it more of a serial killer type of vibe. Yeah, it's more like a Zodiac killer kind of thing. Yeah. I much preferred when he's just him at the end. Yeah, I didn't care for the look, the, the bags yeah. and stuff like that. It's weird that they're selling that as a child's toy. Like, what child is going to, and I had, want I to, want to play with that? Day. I hadn't looked at the toys, really, and then about two weeks ago, I went to Target just randomly, and I walked down, then the toys just looked rough. And I'm just like, why kids, would kids want to play with these? I mean, those are the designs. It's yeah, just I they're mean, not yeah, meant I mean, for that, but we've got to sell toys mm-hmm. because it's a Batman movie. It's just, that's a little weird. Uh, I think he's uh, good in it. I like how, I, I prefer him towards the end when we get to see his face. Yeah, I like, I like when we actually get, like, the Paul Dano. And, he's, there, yeah. and he's playing it big, and I've always liked him, and he kind of always does that, what he's doing. That's a very Paul yeah, Dano yeah, thing to do. yeah. Um, but I like his what he's doing. It's not really the Riddler to me. But and we'll talk a little bit more about him a little later when we jump into the Riddler character deep mm-hmm. dive. Jimmy, what do you think of Andy Serkis as Alfred? Uh, he's not in the movie a lot. I wanted more Andy Serkis. I thought he was amazing. He was good. I like I, him helping out with the puzzles, solving puzzles. But, but yeah, he was only in what, three scenes, maybe. Yeah, and, and then they, they didn't show up at the end when he survived. That's true. They didn't come back to I it that was bad at all. And I thought that was weird. We, we know he survived, but and I that, want to know. I wanted to see kind of like a denouement to that. Yeah, you, you kind of need that with those two characters because that scene in the in the hospital, whatever, is, is kind of kind of harsh and rough. And um, it would be nice to bring him back at the end, but he's just not in it enough. And I do like Andy Circus, so I hope he um, I hope he's back in the second one, and they give him more uh, more to do. Jimmy, what did you think of Colin Farrell as Oz, a.k.a. the Penguin? Uh, he's great. Um, wh- why did that happen? Like, what uh, to- <laughs> Why of him of all people? I mean, he, yeah. they made him up really great, though. Like, he looks mm-hmm. like the Penguin. And he sounds like how I would kind of imagine the Penguin might sound if he, if he wasn't mm-hmm. Danny DeVito every time I read a comic book. But It's in- inspired, but I feel like... Uh, there could be like large, fat, uh, obese, ugly men who are like, "Why are you casting Colin Farrell <laughs> in like a part I should be playing?" Yeah, uh, people might be protesting outside of theaters. I don't. I, know. Don't, I don't think they are yet. It's... And Jared oh, Leto. Let's get Jared Leto too for playing like a fat, uh, oh yeah, terrible-looking man in that Gucci. I, I guess that's what. That, by the way, no, but it is on Redbox. Yeah, I know it's on Redbox. I now. do want to see it because I I'm in love with um, Adam Gaga. Driver. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, Lady Gaga and Adam Driver. But yeah, Colin Farrell is is great in in this. Yeah, yeah. I wish also, he was a little more. Lot. I wish he had a little more penguiny shtick. I yeah. wish he. I know he's. It's different. He from only had the uh, umbrella briefly, and it was because it was raining. Yeah, yeah. I wish there was a little bit more of that. There's room. I did to... like that car chase though. That was fun, even though great. the trailer spoiled like the best parts of that. Yeah, I love with the upside down shot when he's walking towards the yeah, camera and, and the music. The, the movie really great sells. Perspective shots. Yeah, in, in the movie, the, the moments really hit. Like the the intro of Batman hits, um, a lot of stuff during the ending really hits. Um, they they know how to uh, show things off, and that car chase is pretty cool. Jimmy, what did you think of Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon? 
I like Jeffrey Wright. I like how he works with uh, with the Batman. <laughs> I thought I thought he was fantastic. He really did great in the part. Like he's given great for, readings. For, like for me, like I don't. It's hard to beat Gary Oldman, but yeah. Jeffrey Wright comes the closest for me when it comes to Gary I mean, Oldman's still my number one. But I just I just love uh, Wright in the part. Yeah, I think. Uh, because Oldman, you know, we think of the, him with the mustache, and it's like, yeah, he looks like the character. But Jeffrey Wright for this is great, and I've always liked him. Um, Pat Hingle, as far as in the Burton and the Schumacher films, doesn't really register. No, no, he's just a, a, a cop guy. He's just a cop, and, like, that relationship with Batman is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like how they're working together here. Then They don't do a whole lot and of that's that. That's very comic accurate. Yeah, they don't do a whole lot of that turning around in Batman. That, that, that sort of got old in the Nolan films. They did of, it once, though. And did it once? They did it once in the movie. Oh, they did it once in here. Okay. But once is, I feel like they always did it in those movies. Yeah. And I I don't don't know. I like the way they work together. And um, that was one of my favorite parts of the movie, I think, is just the two of them together. That whole scene where he punches him and they got to work together to get him Batman out of that situation with the Gotham cops and stuff. It's pretty cool. And um, should we talk about the one spoiler of the movie or not? Um, I mean, if you have a Facebook page, it's probably already told you this. It, it, it uh, was spoiled, like, I I saw the one of the first showings, and it was spoiled before the day was up. And since you've all seen 15,000 Batman movies, you probably know what the first movie does yeah. in a thing. You know what it sets up at the end, because uh, the Nolan movie did that, Yeah, right? they did it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's you're so, used to it. You know it's going to happen. So, Jimmy, what did you think of Barry Keoghan as... That inmate. It's it's just hard to say. I don't know. I mean, like, I think it's a good casting for it, but yeah. do we really need another movie with the inmate in it this soon? The inmate just yeah. got his own had his own movie with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, again, I'm being very cryptic here. Again, it's just like <laughs> it's just like an, another one of these. Like they do that. My but, my but, problem is there's Batman literally has one, if not the second greatest rose gallery of all time. Mm-hmm. Why do we keep going back to yeah. that one? Uh, like, he's great, don't get me wrong, but, like, look at the Spider-Man movies. The Spider-Man movies didn't bring mm-hmm. anybody back for, like, 20 years. For all the hurdles this clears where it's, like, new, a new place, a new place we're going, a new dynamic, then we go right back. Right right back to yeah. our, our safe space. And I sort of wonder, like, is, is that Warner Brothers saying, well, we have to have, we have to have that character in here somewhere. We have to set that up. Um, and it feels like it would... It, it kind of flowed in the movie okay. It didn't feel like, why are we doing... It wasn't like in Justice League when like they find like a file with like all the like, bad yeah. guys. Yeah. It wasn't... Uh, that was in uh, Batman v Superman, it, Dawn of Justice. Yeah, I, and part of my head, I'm like, okay, here here's this scene. That's like a video game thing, too. Yeah. I actually like that it wasn't the tag. It was like, it was a couple scenes yeah, before yeah, the yeah. ending, and I was like, okay, they but surprised it, me. And also, it wasn't really needed. It was just kind of like an extra thing. And apparently he was in another scene that was cut. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, there's a, you know anything there's about? a scene earlier in the film where I think – I might be pulling this from – I didn't read the – I read bits and pieces. But I guess Pattinson goes to Arkham to speak to uh, a bad uh, – another rogues gallery character who might uh, give him some insight on the Riddler. And I think it's that inmate. Yeah. Or that inmate is in that scene. But it's it's another it's a scene where Batman goes to Arkham and I, I don't it, it'll be on they said it did say it would be on deleted deleted scenes so did you um did you stay for the credits uh no because it wasn't just some kind of weird thing at the no, end no yeah I, I didn't stay for the credits but uh, you I gotta figure it out kind of thing that it was a, like you had to go to a the 
the it's, website. It's the website that's in the movie, actually. Yeah, my friend Caligula is really into this and sort of thing, figuring it out. You had to order. You had to figure out with three riddles the you want the answers that are out there on the internet. Yeah. Um, but it showed a hint of possibly the next villain, which. Uh, oh yeah, I did see this. It was a very random villain, I might add. It's uh, Hush, which a lot of people. Oh don't, yeah, people might were talking not know about who that. Hush is. It's Tommy Elliot, which is Bruce Wayne's childhood bestie. Um, he has bandages wrapped around his face, and he brandishes two guns. Uh, mainly known for the very popular Jeff Loeb and uh, Jim Lee story uh, year-long storyline called Hush. Hush was the story where we got to see Jason Todd for the first time in like 20 years. It also happens to be the uh, the brainiac behind Hush, and this is a 20-year-old spoiler, was the Riddler. So, oh. I thought it was interesting that they're possibly bringing him in next. But we'll see. Uh, I've also heard that Matt Reeves wants to tackle the uh, Mr. Freeze, which is what I would love to see. That would be if you had if you had one villain you wanted to include in the sequel. It no. would be Mr. Freeze. That would probably just that story is great. And, okay, you know the kind of shit the bed in uh, Batman and Robin. With the Mr. Freeze story. The Heart of Glass. I'd like to see Heart of Ice. Yeah, the Heart of Glass story. <laughs> yeah. And I see, like, a lot of the internet has, like, fan-casted uh, Mark Strong in the part. Which I, eh, I'm okay with that. Yeah, you can see that. I would like uh, I would like Two-Face, I think. I think Two-Face would fit into this world. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just kind of, I just want to see some villains I hadn't seen in, like, a while. What about, or like, before? I, I've always liked Matt Hatter. But Matt could, Hatter. Could they go there? Could they go there? Matt Hatter's... I think would be interesting. I don't know if he could carry a whole movie by himself. And he could just be like a second level. Yeah, he could be a, a second villain. banana. But explaining him in this real world setting could be it'd be interesting. They definitely would have to get creative with that. Well, yeah, it could have crimes that are tied into Lewis Carroll or something. But you know, I don't see him wearing like a big top hat and everything. But now, overall, the Batman. What letter grade would you give it? A, B, C, D, or F? Um, I. It's one of those things where I have to look at it as a film and not like what is my what what do I like personally? Well, how should I tackle it? Should it be like what I like personally or what I think it? Uh, do, I, just give uh, uh, give two letter grades. What you think of the movie itself, and then what do you think of it as like the Batman movie to you? Uh, I just I know it's done so well and does a but lot say it, so. From a filmmaking standpoint, I would give it an A minus. Um, yeah, I think that, I that third that. act gets weird. At times, uh, but as a Batman movie for me, like I love their characterization of Batman, but as a whole, it's not a lot of fun. Uh, your villains aren't super charismatic. I would mm-hmm. give it a C on that end. I guess you. I guess that's right. I just feel it's it's better made than a, oh, a C. But I just well, that's right. But you're right. I'm I not like gonna, I give it a a minus for like as a movie. I'm not gonna watch it again. And there's no like yeah, there's no like one cent. There's no there's Nicholson to. In there. yeah. It, yeah, and it's like there are parts that I thought were really great, but um, overall, I just don't. I'm an old man, and I don't have three hours to spare on a movie I already saw. So. Yeah, it's just it's just I could do a three hour movie, but it has to be something I really like. And, yeah. Uh, said it was a, it was good as a movie, but just not for me. But to celebrate the Riddler's return to the big screen, we are going to watch his Batman the Animated Series debut episode today called If You're So Smart, Why Aren't You Rich? Which is a pretty great question, if you ask me. But before that, let's do a quick deep dive on the Riddler. 
Uh, Edward Nigma himself, as the Riddler, debuted in Detective Comics 120 by Batman creator Bill Finger, as well as artist Dick Sprang in October of 1948. So he's been around a hot minute. Uh, John Glover voices, voices the animated Riddler that we're going to uh, wa- do a watch-along about today. Uh, John Glover's known for his roles in Scrooge, Gremlins 2, and possibly having more DC roles than anybody. He's, of course, very well known for playing Lionel Lex Luthor's uh, evil father, Lionel Luthor, in the uh, hit show Smallville. Mm-hmm. He, Glover, also played the evil father of Dr. Savannah in Shazam. Yes. I feel like he has kind of a typecast there. And he also plays Dr. Jason Woodrow in, guess what, Batman and Robin. That's right. What do you think of Glover as the Riddler? Uh, I love I love John Glover because I'm a Gremlins two guy. You mentioned Scrooge, of course I love doing uh, Scrooge. Yeah, I Scrooge. Um, I think he's good in this. For this version of the Riddler, I think he's just fine. Yeah, I think I think he's a, a very like great voice to play him personally because um, he's not too like. I don't know, over the top and like whimsical, like uh, Jim Carrey or something like mm-hmm. that. He he feels educated and smart, like he can yeah all, riddles. Everything that they're wanting to do with the Riddler, he does wonderfully. Yeah. Now, uh, other people have played the Riddler on the big and small screens. Of course, in Batman '66, the legendary Frank Gorshin. Played the Riddler as well as uh, John Aston from Adam's Family. Yeah, like, like did you mention? Like did you mention Aston? What uh, What did you think of both of those uh, guys? Uh, uh, this is my first Riddler. Uh, I'm a '66 guy. Uh, he was the villain of the very first episode of Batman. 66. Yep, I think we're the only one that ever got nominated for something. Oh, cool. Uh, pretty sure. Yeah, I think he, of the original villain to Batman '66, Gorshin was my favorite of, of by by far of all. Really? Yeah. I uh, I did like the Penguin episodes. Mm-hmm. I know you're a you're a Burgess Meredith. I'm guy. a Penguin guy, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, like Cesar Romero is great, but his his Joker's not really the best by any means. No, no, he's um, not. He's not. He's great, just because you great. know he's yeah. Cesar yeah. Romero. But and all the Catwoman are, are are great too. Yes. But yes. Riddler as a villain, I I just really dug Frank Gorshin's take. I think it's interesting. I don't know if we're going to point this out, but uh, John Aston has uh, uses the cane. Yeah, yeah. I have actually, when I'm going to post pictures of the Riddler after this episode comes out, the picture has the cane in it. And I think that's where it came from. So the whole uh, look that you see in Batman the Animated Series, you know, the, uh, what, what do they call that hat? They call it the bowler, bowler hat. Yeah. The bowler hat and the suit. That was actually made because when Frank Gorshin uh, came back, he did not want to wear the unitard anymore. Understandable. So they changed it to that so it'd be more comfortable for them, and then the comics just kind of took suit from that. Isn't but that yes, great? That's from Batman. Isn't that great that that's where that came from? I thought John Aston looked weird in the in the suit. To be he honest. does. Uh, he does look weird. But I just I love John Aston. I, I, I love Gomez. Love he's still alive, right? Yep, he's still yeah. alive. He's got to be near a hundred, but he's he's uh, he's, uh, he's still around. Yeah, not I prefer Gorshin's Riddler because, it, but it's I like. I just think it's funny that there's an episode that. Um, I guess uh, Gorshin couldn't do. I don't think he does a whole lot of episodes uh, of Riddler. Most of his Riddlers so, are in the first season, I think. Uh, he he quit the show after the movie, didn't he? 
Uh, he is in one episode in the third season. Yeah, yeah, he comes back in third season. He comes back in third season and does the, the boxing episode, which they just yeah. made a figure of. Yeah. Um, but I don't think he's in six, the second season that much, if at all. Yeah, yeah. He had, like, oh. he had quit, I'm pretty sure. And there's an episode with the Puzzler, which was originally a Riddler script. Oh, um, I know so that. they I, maybe they invented the puzzler. It's not a very good episode, um, but it was supposed to be a Riddler episode, and they changed it to the puzzler. Mm-hmm. So, but he got the same shtick. He just does you know puzzles instead of riddles. Mm-hmm. So. Of course, another unforgettable person to play the Riddler is none other than Jim Carrey mm-hmm. in Batman Forever. Which when I walked into Jimmy's house today, he had that on in the background, mm-hmm. and I I forgot how so over the top and so very Jim Carrey that character was in the movie. Yes. Like very like uh, very zany. Uh, what did you think of his take on the Riddler? Uh, I riddle me this, riddle me that. Riddle me that. the big black bat. <laughs> okay, so he's my favorite Riddler. Really? Um, yeah. Whoa! I did not see that. I thought Frank Corshin would be. For no, sure. you know what it is? It's like I like Batman villains with duality. Yeah. And the Riddler is just—he's the Riddler. Um, and like, I like his take on that. He wants to like, he's obsessed with, with obsessed with Bruce Wayne. Um, and he even wants to have the mole. He has the mole that, uh, Val Kilmer has. Um, there's duality in his Riddler. Yeah, it's Jim Carrey, but that was peak Jim Carrey. Um, I just, I love the shtick. Uh, I don't know why his hair is an orange flat top in the next scene. It's his regular Jim Carrey hair. I don't understand yeah. this at all. Um, but, and he's doing some Gorshin. He's doing the laugh. He's spinning oh, yeah, the cane. Fun. Uh, which is John Aston. Um, I don't know. I just think it's I think it's a lot of fun. That outfit he wears in the last act. I love it. Bothers me. <laughs> I love it. I I just I don't know. I don't know that this is probably because of when I was uh, I was eighth grade or ninth, whatever it was, uh, and I was just really into that movie and really into Jim Carrey. So I don't know. The Riddler to me is always like kind of a mid. I know he's a huge villain, but he's kind of mid tier because he has no duality. Mm-hmm. He's not Two Face. Um, he's not this character that has a tragic. We'll talk about the the the, the origin that they give him in this. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is which you know is very like weird. Yeah. It's it's very weird. We'll talk about it. But there's not a lot of duality in the Riddler, and that's what I like in Batman villains. He just has a shtick, uh, and the actors who do him are all do a different thing, and they're all usually pretty good. And this is I don't know. It's, it's my favorite. I don't know. All right, all right. That, that leaves me a question for later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, Corey Michael Smith played the Riddler in Gotham, which is one of the few parts of Gotham that I found enjoyable. I remember that guy. I do remember I him. He stands out. I want to say, I don't know if all of his lines were this way, but I know most of his lines were question mark, questions the entire time. Oh, that's interesting. But I don't know if it was all of them. Um, and of course, as of two weeks ago, of, as of this recording, Paul Dano plays the Riddler in The Batman so where does he uh, where does he uh, stand among the rest of the Riddler? I don't think of him as the Riddler. I think of him yeah. as this thing he's Zodiac doing, killer. the Zodiac Killer. Yeah. So it doesn't it doesn't really even I don't know. It just doesn't seem like the Riddler to me. Yeah, I'm so. not I'm not big on the uh, the look for him in no. the Batman at all. But what is your favorite Riddler look? Do you prefer the unitard, which is kind of the classic that he started out with in the books, or do you prefer the the bowler hat and the suit that we get in Batman the Animated Series? Um, that's a hard question because I could see myself wearing all of those versions and wearing the heck out of them. I actually uh, uh, once dressed up as the one from you the, did from you the did. animated series back in twenty fourteen. 
I do like uh, Carrie's uh, costume, his leotard or unitard, whatever, has the question marks all over it. Yeah. yeah. I like that better that we have actually have a Gorshin, I have my Gorshin figure right in front of us here from the Mattel line. Yeah. Just has really that one good. question mark in the middle there, pretty much. They got little question marks down the pants. And down, down the pants, yeah, which I do like. But and I, it's on the cuffs, too, apparently. I like uh, I liked Carrie's outfit better, like the, the deeper green yeah. uh, and the question marks all over it. I could give or take that weird hair. That um, hair is very weird. Very straight, very big choice. Um, but I also, distracting, yeah, yeah. I, I actually, as far as just the bowler, I like what we're about to see in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when most, when most people think of the Riddler, do you think they think of the bowler and the suit or do they think of, I think the bowler and the suit just, if it's more, I mean, that's been kind of his look since the late sixties. Sure. Cause the, the entire, like, even I mean, looking at it, it looks very dated. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. Like, I can't see anybody showing up in a movie today wearing something close to that. No, no. But I, I can see them wearing something close to the, what we're about to watch in our watch-along. Yeah, I think as far as what we're about to see, this is a very classic. It's, it's what you think of when you think of The Riddler. This show was really good at nailing what you think of um, and and a design that lasts, and it does. So, so on that note, let's get ready to do our, our watch-along for it's episode 41 on HBO Max. I don't know which DVD it, number it is. Do you know right off? No. I think we're going to watch it on DVD. <laughs> um, let me, I don't know. I'll figure it out. But we are going to watch If You're So Smart, Why Aren't You Rich? So which episode is it, Jimmy? On the DVD? Um, this is episode 12 on volume 2 uh, of the DVD set. It took them a while to get to the river, which I think is so weird. Because he's such, you know, a well-known villain. And before that, we have, you know, like, vampires and, like, homeless people and all kinds of, like, weird villains before we get to the Riddler. Maybe we'll have some theories on why that is as we go through it. I actually already know. Oh, you already know. I figured you would, actually. And we are starting the episode, If You're So Smart, blah, blah, blah. And here we go. If you're so smart, why aren't you rich? And we got the Warner Brothers logo. Warner Brothers logo just come up. And wait for it. There's the eyes. So... Now you're watching along with us. Do you remember watching this when it first came on, Jimmy? Uh, no. Uh, this was uh, what ep- what episode is this? Issue uh, uh, forty one. Forty one. Okay. And these are going like week by week. Yeah. At yeah. this point. Yeah, they were da- they were like daily for the longest time. Is this like uh, a year into the run at this point, or where are we? Oh uh, no, this is only a few months. Like, this is a few so months. So many episodes. Oh, because it was daily. That's yeah, right. Yeah. It was daily. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't. Go weekly, I think, till season two, maybe. I don't think I, I don't remember this specific episode. But I think I was probably like, "Where's the Riddler? Like, why are they?" Oh yeah, Riddler? I don't remember this being his first episode. I, I kind of thought this was the second one because I remember there being like a, a mm-hmm. video game, kind of weird thing going on there. Now we're gonna jump really quick into this origin here. Um, Do we have the closed captioning on? Oh, that's right, we don't. Oh, we might need that. Well, let me figure it out. There's the. There's the opening title card. It's a maze. It's green. Directed by Eric Rudovsky. Uh, David Wise uh, wrote this. Okay, so we got it on. Yeah, there's M- Mr. Mockridge. Uh, this is also uh, written by... This is also directed by Eric Rudovsky and aired November 18th of 1992. Now, the art in the beginning for me feels yes. very... Uh, Fle- Fleischer. Fleischer. It, yeah, 
there's some Fleischer. There's a lot of different things. The faces, like especially, I love the cubicle look there, there of the maze. Yeah, it reminds me of something I'm working on, kind of. Uh-huh, yeah, it, yeah, it does actually looks like more like a maze. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I I honestly really like the first half of this episode. Second half's where I kind of fall away. Yeah, yeah. But the so, first half's very clever. I think. There's a lot of weird animation in this it's episode. It's very different. Yeah, there's some like all, everything. Like the faces are off. Everything with uh, this guy. Is interest. I love the look of the the boss. It's very guy. it's very Fleischer to me. It remind it, but also kind of like oh, what am I thinking? It's sometimes he looks like an Archer character. Oh, okay. Uh, or also like you know the dad on the Brack show. No, the little yeah, mustache. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that's he, that's who he reminds me of. Um, e, Mr. Enigma. Enigma. And they, of course, he's not Enigma in the Batman. Yeah, he's got a totally he's different. He's e something else. He looks so weird. But that does not look like animation from the show. Like if you pull it doesn't look like Bruce Tim. Yeah, specifically it's it's Mockridge here. Like that does not look like It, it looks like a different show. Yeah, it's some fun it's fun. Um, um it's not bad at all. It's but it's different. not it's not some of the animation it normally is a little stilted and there's a lot more there's a lot more going on, but sometimes it's swimmy and yeah, like, I know in season one they had a bunch of different like studios making the yeah. shows for them. I know there's a Korean studio that did, did two whole episodes, and they're considered the worst-looking episodes of the bunch. Which I believe one of them's coming up sometime soon. And this, the Riddler's not too happy with Mockridge here, and he's Mockridge is about to say the title of the show. You're so smart. Why aren't you rich? You just said it. And we're going to two years later. <laughs> but I... hey, but hey, we got a uh, we got an origin story. We don't always get origin stories. What do you think about this? origin story um it feels like it doesn't feel it like they were feels really like they just did it for this episode yeah like they, they didn't feel like a long-term motivation to become the riddler they really just wanted to do the video game thing. yeah though, i guess they want to make the kids like excited for it maybe they yeah. thought kids wouldn't like riddles and for the record the reason that it took them 40 episodes to write a riddler episode was because the writers hated writing the riddler he only shows up in three episodes of Batman the Animated Series and shows up in one episode of uh, New Batman Adventures. And is it because they didn't like writing the they riddles? They didn't like the riddles. You had to write good riddles. You had to integrate the riddles into the story. Mm-hmm. It, they said it was just a big pain in the ass for them. Like, none of them could really wrap their heads around it. I mean, there's, the riddles in this one is, I mean, it's... I think they rely more on the video game stuff than the yeah. riddles in this. And this this video game tech is just ridiculous. Oh my God. <laughs> that was the funniest thing. Also, I was watching this, I was like, oh, this is a Robin. Because we're jumping ahead, yeah. and Robin's in this. Like, yeah, that, yeah. That, Robin's that, in a lot more. Watching like, it, I was like, oh, that's oh, that's weird. Uh, Robin's in the... Oh, well, you have to have a kid that notices the video uh, game. Well, yeah, it's very, very... That's very right. Look but look at this. Game, this man. is ridiculous. Imagine a kid with someone watching this now. That even, was, well, even in 1992 or whatever, that's... Well, they're That's using old tech. They're definitely using some Mario sound effects. Oh, uh, it, uh, in they, it's actually it's the actual sound effect. It is the actual it sound effect. Actual I guess they could effect. just yeah. use that. Yeah, I, I don't know if they if Warner Brothers already owned it at the time or what. Hmm. But yeah, it is the actual sound effects. Interesting. But yeah, he's just chilling in the back cave playing video games on the back computer, right? And Batman's just uh, milling around in the background putting his, <laughs> putting his suit on. The hand is the worst part. Oh, yeah, the oh hand. Oh, my God. The hand of Especially fate. Especially later. Mm-hmm. Well, it was just like, we don't want to, we don't want everybody to go, we don't want them to go through this whole maze. Let's create a hand to, like, take mm-hmm. them to places. What do you think of Mr. Mockridge? 
Um, well, again, I, I think the animation is fun on him whenever they show him. But, um, yeah, I just feel like... The, uh, I mean, I, I, you know what makes this episode work is... Uh, we're jumping ahead. I like the ending a lot. And I like how it ties in with the title. Yeah, I I love the first half. I do don't really like the second half, but I love the ending. And we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Right now we're in, like, an abandoned place. Um, How does he know that it's Edward Nigma that is behind this right away? This is all done well, though. Oh, Every, the shadows the, are yeah, great. Yeah, the, the intro... The intro of Riddler is... This feels like an intro where it's like, you know, be a clown... A Joker just Joker's driving a car. Yeah. yeah. I feel like this they really they really wanted to do this, but, like, we're, like, three minutes into this, and, like, the, the, the this backstory is really kind of tepid as far as I yeah. worked for you three years ago, and I made a video game... And I didn't feel like they really cared about this. this is what they care about. They care about Riddler looking cool in the intro and the video game stuff. It, it, it does. It's probably the best intro of just a. I mean, other than I mean, Two Face, you're setting up. Two Face, the best. Thing, yeah, though. but you're setting that up. This is like the way they've put this together. Is this is a big character? Yeah. Yeah, there's anticipation building with all the shadows right now. I kind of wish his backstory was again. I'm going back to uh, forever. I guess I wish his backstory was tied into Bruce Wayne. Yeah, uh, yeah, as opposed to just this, and this I is know, great. I love it. Yeah, this that is that random stimpy thing again. Yeah, the the, the close ups, uh, held close ups. And, yeah, I and love that. you love that. And there's it's a little the... quickly animated, but yeah. That was the glass that was shattering. What we were talking about there. Keep forgetting we're in an audio medium. <laughs> I feel like everybody knows it's the Riddler because they've seen Batman. Yeah. Like he's just like it's Nigma, and pretty quickly they're oh, yeah. just like Nigma, and it's like you've seen Batman, haven't you? Like you just know that this is a big character, even though he really has had no kind of yeah. really. In- and this is great. That's, like, that's, that's, yeah. There he is. That's it's a great. Right it's there. exactly what you want. Yeah. So from uh, the beginning to that, I absolutely love. It's, mm-hmm. This is where it kind of starts to fall down. I guess second act, if you will. Which is getting into the the little silly video game thing or the maze? Yeah. Not really a video game. It's, it's like a maze. maze. It's yeah. a maze, but it's like based on a video. It's game? a real life. For, there's some animation here that's a, on little, Riddler that's a little kind of cutesy. Yeah, yeah. It's and not how they usually animate men in this show. They're usually pretty pretty stiff. And, and there's some how to fight him, Hitchman. Robin kind of comes up as weird in this fight to me. He doesn't really fight all that much. He's kind of I don't know more kid like I guess. Yeah. Because he's, like, running from him a lot. And, like, oh, there he goes right there. Notice like, that Robin that, doesn't run from people. That bad guy's face just turned red like in a cartoon. Oh, yeah. This is yeah. I like the, the strobe light effect here. Yeah. Which is going to cause a big fire in a second. But it gives the it gives the, the fight some ambiance, make it stick out a little bit more from the other fights with henchmen throughout the 40 episodes that we saw prior. They're going really fast. This should be kind of like a light warning. On here, did we? Did you say what the Riddler's actual? What is the Riddler's uh, comic book, or like what? Who is the? What does the Riddler do in the comics versus origin? Like, uh, I don't really think he had much of an origin. He just kind of is. Like, kind of is. Okay. He's just he wasn't like riddles. a fired um, guy that was fired. No, no I don't. I don't. Really, it's weird. I actually don't really know his whole his origin story. Now, of course, this is before Batman Forever. Yeah, this was uh, do you think three they, years before Batman. Do you think they forever. this is pulling that pulled from this as far as the him being Enigma like, had to have? That's okay. one thing that yeah. when I first looked at it, I was like, because he does kind of have from. like light orangey hair. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, his hair was dark in the 
comics up until, I want to say, the 80s or mm-hmm. something like that, maybe. Look up the Ruther's origin. Because I guess they did watch this and go, like, hey, we should tie his origin into uh, Bruce Wayne and have it be different kind of thing which i think yeah is oh, it, it gave it the it gave it like personal stuff. yeah it makes it more in like a movie that works but i this is fine it's just um i wish he had more of a personal it's just because i know he's the riddler and like i wish he had more of like a more interesting backstory than yeah, just some guy yeah apparently edward enigma just had a fascination with puzzles from a young age okay i mean that they come up coming up with that years ago yeah that it would have been something simple it would have been something well we have got something here after a teacher announces that a contest will be held o- over who can solve a puzzle the fastest enigma sets his sights on winning this craving the glory and satisfaction that will come with the victory he breaks into the school at night to practice the puzzle until he is able to solve it in under a minute Due to this, he wins the contest and give, given a book of riddles as a prize. Hmm. He, his cheating rewarded Edward embraced the mastery of puzzles of all kinds, eventually becoming a carnival employee who excelled at cheating his customers out of their money with his bizarre puzzles and mind crimes. That's his origin story. I see. I see. I get it. Enigma. Ugh. And now the uh, lights of Gotham City are flashing in Morse code. I think it's very stupid, but also kind of fun. <laughs> I just love that they're all blinking at the same time. But Batman needs to do some detective work, just like he does in the most recent movie. Of course. He is the world's greatest detective, after all. But to me, it just looks like flashing lights. It doesn't look like Morse code. <laughs> yes. I would agree with that. But then again, maybe you can do so much with this animation that we have in this episode. Their Batman looks okay, though. Like, when you have... I, I feel like... I feel like faces are where this animation... I feel like once we get to the the maze, uh, there is some, some weird Batman and Robin uh, animation. I think when they're running around and stuff. It gets a little rubbery and... The Riddler's pacing around with his henchmen in the background. He's still in the shadows, which I don't get because we've already seen him. Yeah. But it, it, this looks great. Oh, I'm yeah, it looks great. Fine with the way they, they're handling all this. Batmobile looks really, really long in that shot. Sometimes it does. It looks like elongated. There's some cutesy Robin kind of animation. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of Saturday morning. So something's about to happen here. There's a there's a uh, uh, establishing shot of the maze or what they're about to go into, and there's something they've hidden something in. You know about this? Oh, I do not. Uh, let's see. That's a cool shot of the Batmobile. I like Robin how he's sitting there. Yeah, that's yeah, how I would very... sit as just like a fun, like, you know, just being like a kid. Oh, he has his, his feet in the, on the dash. Yeah. It always seems dangerous to me. You think Batman would be like, hey, Robin, put your feet down. Yeah. Look, it says sex. Really? There, yeah, it's. I think there's another shot of it. We we cut to the other shot there, and it says S-E-X. That's weird. Oh, maybe it's we like, don't. That's like Lion King. Yes, it's like Lion King, yeah, that because they would fit in stuff like that. We don't go back to it, I think, but there is, if you look there, it, it says S-E, and there's... It's, X there. Is this the same carnival that Joker was at? Might be. Why don't they just demolish this place? All the bad guys keep breaking in there. I mean, he's full on Riddler here. Like he's got, uh, he's got these these. Uh, I don't know. He's a hologram or whatever. But it's like they really jumped right into. Yeah. He's the Riddler, and it feels like he's been around forever. Yeah, but yeah. he hasn't been. He's just this is his origin. And it's all because of this video game. So they're entering the maze, which. Batman's not realizing that it's a maze, which I think is a little funny. I feel like Batman comes comes off kind of stupid in this maze at times. 
Because he even gets mad at Robin for not remembering which is the right way at one point. There's a nice shot where they pull out of yeah, the... Yes, very good shot there. The, the art has good mechanics. They took off their belts. Oh, yeah, they did. Sometimes they do that. And here comes the scary minotaurs, which only come at you in a straight line. Of course. And, of course, Robin's played this game, so he yeah. he can help. But he really doesn't help that much because the... Uh, the Riddler has made all kinds of deadly changes to it. Do you think they made this whole Riddler's background of being a video game to seem cool to kids? I think they made it so they could make it into a level in a video game, which it is a level it in is a video a game. Level yes, to... is it the NES game? It's the uh, yeah, super yeah. super NES game. I think the Riddler doesn't the Riddler have. A, I think the Riddler has another episode that is about toys, because um, his action figure comes with some toys, and I oh, think yeah. it's from the other episode that the Riddler he's in three. He's, he's in, in three. He's in three. Now, he also has, uh, and I have some, we'll look at that later, he has a, had a redesign that, can, that come up came up later in the run. Oh, I don't even remember that run. Uh, well, wait till you see it. <laughs> I will look that up. Soon. It was in the, the New Adventures. Uh, oh, okay, okay. He, he has a redesign. Yeah, I don't remember. Like I said, I didn't watch all that many New Adventures. And here's... He might be the worst redesign, actually. Really? Yeah, I think so. I'll have to look that up. I'll, I'll show you a picture. Glover I... only did one of those. Oh, okay. Okay. It's it's the unit. It's a unitard take. Oh. Yeah. Oh. No, thank you. And here's the Riddler back on the screen. This is where like this. Oh, part of the the episodes where they kind of lose me. I still get why they were scared of those fire breathing minotaurs or whatever, when they could easily move to the side. And now we're asking if Batman can read Arabic, which I feel like. Batman should be able to read all. He the just language. pops open a thing, and, yeah, and there's, the, there's the there's the answer. Be. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of like Deus Ex Machina's, and yeah. there's, there's this, not a lot of riddle solving. It's more. There's a weird angle there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of this feels a little more Saturday morning this than what we've seen. Weird. The hand. Yeah. I like those shots. Like, why are, are we running games. from that? It's just gonna scoop you. It's not really gonna. Yeah. Decapitate you or anything. It's not sharp. It's rounded. I just don't like that they can't find their way through the maze. I want them to find their way through the maze instead of cheating to win. Well, Robin figures this out as far as it's something about the music, music notes. Yeah. Which, that's kind of clever. Yeah. And this is also where Batman should have already figured it out, but Robin knows it. Which feels weird to me. Well, we have to give Robin something to, to figure out. But he's the world's greatest detective. Robin's the world's best video game player yeah. person. Especially when it comes to video games about mazes. It's about corn? corn. Oh, they already did yeah. that. Yeah. That's how they figured it out. That's how they found out it was about maze. It's a musical puzzle. P of D has three sharps. And here comes another one of those guys. They should just let them blast hoes everywhere and just go through the And just walls. run through the thing, yeah. That's got to be another side of the maze there. <laughs> this feels like Hellbound, Hellraiser 3. Oh, yeah. Uh, when they're trapped inside hell and they're running through <laughs> corridors and things. And, uh-oh, Batman's going to not follow the rules. He's looking for, the, for a hand to get the job done. I'm just going to leave that there. there. I can show you the world. 
This is so weird. <laughs> so what is he doing here, Declan? Is he hacking it? Um, well, you know, you, you take the red cord and you do a thing and then, then something happens. My only thing is, who's controlling the hand? Is there somebody with, like, a remote control? Is it on... It's just doing its own thing. Somebody has to be able to be like, oh, they're on top of the hand. I'm going to turn There's not off. a lot of logistics uh, to a lot of this. It's just... That's why I don't like it. No. This is a huge thing that's been put together that's almost too... Yeah. It's too much for a character yeah. we, who just got introduced oh. five minutes ago. I just feel like they're like, oh, well, we're running out of time. We need to get them through this maze. Yeah. What if there's a hand that can fly on there? There's a minotaur with a big old sword. But Batman needs to answer some riddles. And there's that. There's Archer. Muck, muck, Muckridge or something like that. Muckridge. I say let him die. He seemed pretty horrible. Riddler is not happy that Batman had outwitted him. Which will become a staple of his life going forward. Since this is the first time they're meeting. I like his white tie. Yeah, the white tie is pretty cool. The, uh, the color scheme the, is when nice. When I had the costume, his tie was green. But, yeah, I like the white tie there. Do you have an animated uh, Riddler uh, action figure? I don't, but there are some that we'll talk about here in a little bit. So, I had one somewhere. I don't. It's in storage somewhere. Mm-hmm. They, they made one for this and then one for the new design, and uh, there have been some newer ones. So what were they going to do with this maze? Were they going to like have people go through the maze? or is There's there's absolutely no... I think the Riddler just set this all up for this. It's really expensive. It for, seems like, yeah, I know this is a... We're not oh, supposed to be thinking too, about that, yeah. but like my mind is like, so what... Is that what he's been doing for three years? Or like, was this for uh, Mal, uh, this Muggeridge person to figure out? Or has Batman and Robin figured it out? But I don't know. It's weird. You're through, Enigma. It's a whole production. And all for, like, very little, I feel like. But I guess they only did two or three Riddlers, so... Yeah, so they did not like writing them. So, I mean, they, they kind of just shot their proverbial... And it just gets away. Yeah, that's one thing I love. I, did, I, I actually love loved that. it, too. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Is it over? And he's going to show up again, you know? I like that the mayor makes a little... Uh, yeah, that was there. nice. And they say they've been looking for the Riddler, so, which is... That's actually... This feels very much like a comic book. Like, we I, introduced I him like very quickly, yeah, like and then he got away, and it yeah. doesn't usually happen in these. And he should get away. They, I don't think yeah. they all should be stopped. Then you have that whole revolving door of Arkham Asylum, which kind of mm -hmm. gets out. And here's Mockridge, very, very scared for the rest of his days. The big old gun in a kid's show. Yeah, I, I like this sort of the ending of yes, he's made his deal and he's rich, but you don't have he doesn't have this security because he of course he's screwed over. Feels like Enigma. the end of a pulp comic here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, actually, I like that about it. He's not going to be getting much sleep tonight. Like nobody really got their just desserts as far as in a court, in a court of law in this episode, but this guy certainly gets his just desserts in a different way. I like that. Yeah, I like that. I like How that much too. is a good night's sleep worth? Now that's a real. And for you. Batman gets his little, yeah, little, his little line in there. Batman is be cutesy. And that is, uh, if you're so smart, why aren't you rich? That's it. It's a very important question. But another important question, Jimmy, is how does Batman begin? Jimmy, how does Batman begin? 
You just ask, and then usually you uh, actually describe oh. what what the. Well, every episode of there you go. That's what we need. Has a title card where it kind of gives you the title of the episode and kind of shows you what you're about to see in this particular episode. If you're so smart, why aren't you rich? We just get a green maze. What do you think of the green maze? Brandon, I think it's amazing. Oh. <laughs> That's my uh, Riddler laugh. Oh, it's a maze with a question mark in the middle. It it feels fine and fitting. It's fine. For, it's okay. It's, yeah. nothing, it's not special. It's definitely not one that they took a lot of time no, on. No, not a lot. It's, it's simple and it tells, it tells a story. Yep. Um, holy speech bubble, Batman. A line or quote from this particular episode? Uh, I have two, uh, both from Batman and Robin. Um, I've got one from Robin myself. I'm a pun guy, so I love Batman. There's something about losers ahead or something, and Batman's like, losers ahead? I don't know what's worse, the traps or the puns. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. It was about I didn't puns, catch that so one. I like that. Uh, also, Robin has a line, which I just think is ridiculous, um, and his reading is, uh, hold on, let me let me look at it closer so I get it right. He says, we're going the wrong way, because here comes the hand of fate. <laughs> I just <laughs> I just love the reading and the ridiculousness Man. of the line. Thank you, Lauren Lester. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's, it, it's great. It's just silly. He had fun with that one. Yeah, my favorite line was from Robin as well. It's when they're fighting the henchmen after the first commercial break. And uh, the henchman gets on top of the table. And Robin grabs the tablecloth and he trips the henchman. And... Robin says, I love that trick, but I can never get it to work. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's yeah. just like, it's cheesy, but I thought it was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy, wait till they get a load of me. Wing Freak terrorizes. Wait till they get a load of me. <laughs> Jimmy, wait till they get a load of me. Who is your favorite character in this episode? Uh, I guess it's the Riddler. That's, that's who I pick <laughs> kind of by default. Yeah. I don't think anybody really stands out, but his introduction's amazing, and I yeah. like John Glover's reading, so that's what got the uh, got him as my favorite for this episode. Yeah, they they really set him up as the Riddler, but he, I mean, it's not like he has any lines that stick out, no. or the plot makes it stick out, um, but they know how to shoot the Riddler, and yeah. he looks like the Riddler. And uh, I love John Glover, and he's doing a fine job with what he's given. So I gotta say, the Riddler. So, so we go. go from our favorite character to our least favorite character, Jimmy. Who wins the Condiment King Award? I like that we just we watched this and didn't even mention that we oh, were sitting. Yes. Didn't even mention Lucius Fox was sitting there at the table. I forgot about that. Yes, like he's even credited. He's even credited Lucius Fox. So I have to say Lucius Fox because we didn't even say, didn't even bring him up. How he does nothing when we watched it. Um, they, like they, the actor was actually in the IMDb. He doesn't say a single word in those. I don't. Episodes, he? I, I think he might say like what, or at least it's something while he's sitting that there. Could, that could be it. And, I and, about that. And that's all. But uh, I didn't know who else to pick, and I'm I like, just pick, I just picked Mockridge just because he was a jerk. That's why I didn't want to pick because I always hate picking like the guy yeah, who's they, supposed to be the yeah, dick. Yeah. And like as far as a dick, uh, he was. He, I liked the animation on him, so I was like, I didn't want to pick. I also pick Lucius Fox. He doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Is this the second episode we've seen him in, and he hasn't really done anything? Yeah. 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 They don't give Lucius any love. But I don't think show. they didn't, not till the Nolan films, that they really... Well, Lucius was always just yeah. kind of a character that was around. He didn't yeah. become a big deal until recent, recent years. Right, like right. The Nolan so, films so they didn't really know. They him. just were, you know, it so, wasn't, you know, hindsight. Now he shows up everywhere. Yeah. Um, until you get uh, Morgan Freeman in there, too. You know, that, that does suddenly, help. Yeah. 
Andy well, Dufresne crawled through a river of shit. You know, and then it becomes <laughs> something really awesome. So. You know what I would like to hear Morgan Freeman say? Let's get nuts. Now you want to get nuts? Come on. Let's get nuts. Jimmy, let's get nuts. What are your favorite moments from this episode? Well, a lot of them we mentioned as we through our as you were yeah, watching. Yeah, I, I mentioned a lot through. Uh, the I like when Batman and Robin crash through a skylight because that's, that's something fun. that Batman and Robin do. I like I like the cubicle design. It's amazing. That I'm was a lot. Really cool. Um, I like uh, we said the introduction of the Riddler, the way the shadows, the way they amazing. play the character. Amazing. And the ending where it's uh, Riddler gets away and yeah, I love that he just gets away and. It, we're going to have to see what happens next time he shows up. Mm-hmm. So I think he comes back only a few episodes later, if I remember correctly. All all uh, good stuff. Yeah, I, I like uh, I, I like the Max, the, the Max Fleischer look on the Mockridge. Mm-hmm. Um, I also just, uh, I, I love the destruction of the building uh, with the henchmen in it. And the, the lights flashing in Morse code, like I said earlier, it's stupid, but I thought it was, it was clever. Speaking of stupid, Jimmy... What was your Martha moments for this episode? Martha, why did you say that name? Oh, stop! Please, stop! Why did you say that name? It's his mother's name. Um, I pointed out as we were watching that uh, one of the henchmen's face goes red like a cartoon yeah, blood. Yeah. And I was like, that's a little silly. That's a little silly. I didn't like that the Riddler had question marks on his uh, car's... Uh, Oh yeah, I saw. I, I did see that. One totally watching. illegal too. It's just like, okay, I wonder who that is. Uh, Batman complained to Robin about not remembering the maze. I'm like, you're the world's greatest detective, Batman. Hmm. Just quit bitching. Uh, why is Batman and Robin scared of the, the Minotaurs that are like coming like right at you? The golden like fire breathing things where they could have basically just hmm. sidestepped and not get hit by it because it's just going in a straight line. This is true. Um, the hand of faith. That was probably my biggest problem. Was just okay. There's here's this hand that's just randomly here. And we're going to ride it. Here comes the hand of fate. And whoever's controlling it, if they should have just turned it off at that point. Somebody had to be controlling it. It's not like a, you know, like a self-aware hand. Yes. But it just it felt like Batman was cheating to me, and I feel like Batman should have used his smarts and wits to get through the maze. But. Then again, kids might get bored by that, too. So, Jimmy, every episode, we grade each episode between one and five. Uh, You change up the criteria of each episode. Would you like to explain that real quick? Uh, Yeah, this episode, we are going with Riddles of the Minotaur, because that's the name of the game. game. So let's go with Riddles of the Minotaur. I give it 2.5 Riddles of the Minotaur out of five. Like, first half is strong. The maze was a little silly. I uh, love the ending, but there was definitely a lot of like not so great parts in it. I wouldn't say it's the most exciting episode either. Uh, I agree. I actually gave it exactly that. I gave it two point five uh, riddles of the Minotaur um, because I, I think it's a, a fine introduction uh, of the Riddler. Even though I don't think they really care about the intro, they just or his origin they just kind of threw it out there. Yeah, and jumped right into peak Riddler. Um, and, uh, some of the game stuff is just, it's, uh, it's, it's a little Saturday morning, some of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure it's a good, uh, level on that game though. I've never played that game. So. It's missing some of the depth of that. I think the show can, can go to, uh, this is just more just like an this action. This one felt thing. like a kid. 
Yeah, it felt like more of a, and maybe yeah. that's because we jumped forward forty. Like maybe, maybe we, we what, jumped forward twenty. Well, once we get there, get to this point, we may see more episodes. It's very, like very possible the this. more we get Robin, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But Jimmy, I have a question for you. Tell me, where does he get all those wonderful toys? Where does he get those wonderful toys? Lately, eBay. Um, there we go. <laughs> okay, so I just wanted to talk about uh, some different versions uh, of the Riddler that we've had, uh, primarily from the animated shows uh, over the years. Um, so starting with, uh, of course, this particular show, uh, we had uh, this Riddler figure. Uh, this was, I think, That's the first the one, one, first one you probably one had, had like a, a question mark yeah. launcher. So what, was that like a gun? Yeah, it, it, he launches like he wears the the, oh, the part of it over there. his yeah. shoulder, like yeah. a question mark goes over his shoulder, and then he shoots like the little dot at the end. Yeah. Um, because we have to have these figures have some sort of an action feature, some silly thing that it comes with. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was one of the first versions uh, of that of that particular Riddler. We also have in the Happy Meal we had oh, um, a yeah, Riddler. I forgot about that. Yeah, it's very much in the McDonald's. Uh, you know, it's Happy Meal. We had a Riddler with the same design from this episode. Um, something I've been looking at uh, on eBay uh, was the um, promotional uh, display that they would have inside the McDonald's. Uh, here we oh, have, like, this is a cardboard thing. Uh, you, um, did you get it? No, there's a bunch of them on eBay, though. Some of them are in good condition, some not, but, of course, those are in better condition. We have all the figures that were available in the Happy Meal. I had a bunch of those. This one's nice because I actually have this. I Just remember, I do have this Batgirl. Heather Jones gave it to me. Um, I've got the Batman, Catwoman, and Poison Ivy. And this was neat is that we had, like, a regular, like, three-three-fourths kind of stand-up figure, and then we also had little cars. Yeah. We had a little Joker car and a Poison Ivy car. I know I had the Poison Ivy one. I really like the Poison Ivy because it has, like, a like a plant or clam at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, it looks like a clam, and, though. I'm sure it's supposed to be a And plant. Catwoman comes with, like a, like, a yellow tiger? Yeah, there's, like, an episode where she becomes a yellow tiger or something like that. This is interesting. Coming on the display says coming December ninety three, Batman so Mask of the Phantasm. Later. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is which we are going to watch sometime this year, by the way. Yes, yeah, so this this was advertising, which I just thought was pretty cool. So I hopefully we'll we'll get that eventually. Now, um, later in the run of this show, we change or they change the design uh, of of the Riddler. This is for the uh, the new Batman Adventures. This is the Mission Masters. Oh my god! Um, I was about to say I just Google searched what he looks like in new Batman adventures. And this is awful. Yeah. He, unitard and the bowler. Hat. He has unitard and a bowler. You can buy both. Look, he look, and he doesn't even look like the same face. Interesting. He comes with a, a Batman, Batman beyond. beyond. Uh, so this is pretty much near yeah, the run to the end of the run there. Yep. That's, it's really, really awful. Now, when we went to, um, some of the newer figures that DC does, uh, they of course did the Riddler that we're seeing in this episode, uh, which he comes with. Oh, I got the white tie. Okay. He comes with like these are from the other episode. He comes with some toys that he uses in the other episode. Yeah. Um, but this is like the ones that uh, DC uh, DC Direct where they come with the stand. We talked about some of those last time. Um, so they did the Riddler, uh, this particular Riddler in that, uh, in that run, and also did uh, New Adventures oh, as well. That one's at least easier to look at. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a so fine stupid, version but... of that of yeah. that design. Um, they also did, and this is I love venturing that. out. Yeah, they did it. some bust. This is I've seen that before. the Riddler that we're seeing in this episode. Uh, same design in like a bust. Um, Perfect. I, I don't know if Sideshow did these or, or not, but they're all pretty cool. They did a couple of different characters. Um, but I also wanted to point out because uh, it's one of my favorite Riddlers. 
I love the Batman Forever. Yeah. Uh, Jim Carrey, Deluxe, Talking Riddler. I did not have that. Uh, that says, run on me this, run on me that. Who is Batman? He does that sort of thing. Um, and this was the deluxe one that, that talked. And I has wonder like if it was a, Jim Carrey doing the voice of somebody else. Probably not. It's probably like a sped up kind of. I always uh, love the stories of like the, the Toy Story merchandise where Tom Hanks didn't do it, but his brother would do the voices. Yeah. Yeah. And some of these didn't even, they just had like a, it's like when the turtles would talk and you'd run that little cord through yeah, them and they, yeah. you know, Kawabunga! You know, that kind of thing. Like, that's not Raphael. So, yeah, that's just a look at a, some of the few figures that came out. Um, for, oh, actually, I got another one. I got one more. Oh, you thought that other one was bad. Uh, do you remember that, just that show, Batman? The, or the, the Batman? Yeah, that was yeah, yeah. Here is the Riddler from that. That one, yeah, I've seen that before. So he has, yeah. like, long hair. It's, at first, that's what I thought you were talking about. Then I was like, okay, that's a different... Yeah, so, thing. but this, this, yeah, save this one for last. He does have, like, a giant, like a, like a, what's that thing? Uh, like, a, like, a like a sickle? Like a giant... But it's a uh, question mark. Yeah, I don't know a whole lot about this cartoon. I've actually never watched a single one. I've, I've watched a few Brave and the Bolds, but I haven't watched any of those. But that's just a, a ridiculous. That might be my least favorite Riddler that I'm aware of. Um, yeah, I don't know who plays uh, plays that iteration. I know, uh, I know, uh, Robert England did a animated Riddler once, but I don't remember. Oh, that's for, interesting. I don't, know if I I don't that. remember if that was hmm. for a video game or for like one of those made-for-TV things, made-for-DVD things, or whatever. But. Yeah, the Riddler, Riddler's an interesting character. You don't see him a lot in the show. If I remember correctly, he shows up in the background quite a few times in different episodes. I know he's in the background of Trial, which I think is a very underrated episode of Batman, mm-hmm. the animated series. Yes. And he's in that, but he doesn't talk a single time, so you don't get any John Glover goodness there. But, yeah, Riddler is interesting. Where does he stack up with the other animated villains to you? Um, I actually liked him better than I thought I would on this rewatch, because I... Actually, I was going to throw him in there with Penguin as far as characters uh, yeah. from this that I was like, yeah, they don't quite make the the cut to me. I don't think it's. I love Glover just as an actor, but um, he can go way over the top. And, oh, very. And this is just it's fine, uh, but I think it's the design and the way, particularly this episode, the way they've shot him and and the way he looks that actually makes it better than what I expected it to be. I, I like him better than than definitely better than the Penguin from this. Yeah. He's still um, not like a Mark Hamill level. He's still not Mark Hamill. I, I'm a Two Face guy. Would you put him kind of with Catwoman, maybe? I, I like I like the Catwoman from this better mm-hmm. than than I like Riddler. I would he's falls in there um, right after those. I think I'm trying to think of other like second tiers that I like more. I like I like this Mad Hatter. Um, I like Clayface. I probably like most of them. Yeah. Better. So he's like a little under halfway. Um, but he's fine. This Riddler's fine. And the next time that we come back and do another episode, we're going to see the debut of another one of uh, Batman's rogues. We're going to see the debut of Killer Croc, episode 21, entitled Vengeance. And by then, Jimmy will have just come back from Las Vegas. He's going to go see my gal, Katy Perry, and go to uh, Disneyland, I believe, as well, on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, Are you excited for your trip, Jimmy? Uh, yeah, I, um, I don't, I usually don't think things are going to happen that are good, but I think it's going to happen. It's just a three days away. I get on a plane. Uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, I don't think I'll be doing anything Batman related, so I don't know why we'll bring it, we would ever bring that up on another <laughs> podcast, but if anything Batman happens, we'll talk about it. So. That sounds good to me. Yeah. Well, uh, do you have another, uh, co-host lined up just in case I don't make uh, the trip back? No, I will, I will wait for you. Okay. But I'll be dead. Are you going to... <laughs> 
Are you going to die on I'm just, land I'm ride? just saying, <laughs> if, I, if, I, if something happens to me, like you, my, you, can, you can seek other podcast co-hosts if you need to. I think I'll, that would be very, very hard to do. I mean, there were but many, look into it. but there were many Robins, maybe, so maybe, there can be another another me that hosts maybe the podcast. Maybe me and that person will just do the new Batman adventures instead. There you go. Just leave these the rest of these Batman. Or I can finally untouched. watch Batman Beyond, which I've never seen before. You can do that. But until then, I'm Brandon, and I'm. I wish I had another uh, uh, Riddler uh, riddle to end with, but I don't. You know, one thing that you didn't do in this episode, we talked about. Commissioner Gordon a lot in this episode. He's not in the episode, though. But we talked about the movie version. That did, he has to be in the episode. Ah, okay. Need to know the rules. Actually, as we were starting this, I was like, oh, God, did I not write? And then I was like, oh, he's not in it, so yeah. we don't have to talk about it. It's only when he's in the episode that I have to That's come why up it's hard to pick a, like, our least favorite and a favorite character. It's really just Riddler, Batman, Robin. That's it. Alfred <laughs> was in there. Alfred's, like, kind of there. Yeah, and then and some And there's Lucius Fox. Yeah, we, we didn't even yeah. bring him up, so yeah. it doesn't even yeah. matter. All right, Jimmy, I hope you have a good trip. Thank you. And when you come back, we are going to take a deep dive into Killer Croc. What a croc. That's the only pun I can think of. That's that's all I've got. All right. (laughs) What if uh, Killer Croc uh, moved to the Midwest? What would he be? He'd be Country Croc. Good night, everyone. (laughs) He will be dead. Thank you for listening to Almost Got Him, a Batman the Animated Series podcast.